Hey friends, hey family, welcome back to Jesus Time where we talk all about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And one of the things I wanted to share today is how Jesus time is all the time, right? We may not be aware <laughs> that he is with us and he is present, he is working, but he is always with us. He is always uh, working um, to will and work for his good pleasure, as the scriptures say. And I feel like today is Jesus time. I wanted to share kind of this wrap around Jesus time. And what I mean by that is it was kind of over the course of several days that God showed me some cool things, some sweet things. And believe it or not, (laughs) it all started in the book of Leviticus. (laughs) You guys, if you know me at all, you know that I am not a detailed person. I am not a rules person, procedural person. I don't hate rules. I'm, I'm fine with them. I just, um, the details of them make me feel really bogged down. Anyway, all that to say is I can struggle with reading uh, books like Leviticus or uh, the first 10 chapters of First Chronicles, where it's just genealogies. But the entire Bible is the entire word of God. And it is so sweet and incredible that he can even speak to someone like me out of Leviticus. So I'm going to start by reading the passage and then I'll just go through chronologically uh, with what he showed me. And I I think it's pretty cool. All right. So uh, I read through the Bible every year and a few days ago I'm in Leviticus 24 and I'm going to read in the NLT version from verse 1 through verse 9. So starting in Leviticus 24, verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, Command the people of Israel to bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light, to keep the lamps burning continually. This is the lampstand that stands in the tabernacle, in front of the inner curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant. Aaron must keep the lamps burning in the Lord's presence all night. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation. Aaron and the priests must tend the lamps on the pure gold lampstand continually in the Lord's presence. You must bake 12 flat loaves of bread from choice flour, using four quarts of flour for each loaf. Place the bread before the Lord on the pure gold table and arrange the loaves in two stacks with six loaves in each stack. Put some pure frankincense near each stack to serve as a representative offering, a special gift presented to the Lord. Every Sabbath day, this bread must be laid out before the Lord as a gift from the Israelites. It is an ongoing expression of the eternal covenant. The loaves of bread will belong to Aaron and his descendants who must eat them in a sacred place for they are most holy. It is the permanent right of the priest to claim this portion of the special gifts presented to the Lord. Okay, so, I mean, that was fine, whatever, right? (laughs) Okay, no big deal. But there's a couple of things that I thought, and then I'm going to share what I observed, and then the wraparound 
Jesus time. So when I'm reading through like the Levitical responsibilities of these priests, do you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds a lot like housework. (laughs) It sounds a lot like what a housewife and mom does every day. We cook, we clean, we arrange things on the table for our family. And I was struck by that because sometimes if I'm doing stuff in my home, to be honest with you guys, I don't feel that it's valuable. I feel like unless I am earning income or receiving specific recognition or have a certain number of likes on my social media posts that I am not achieving anything of value. And I love how sweet God is to show that this work in the temple, which was reserved only for priests that had to be done a certain way, was highly honored was an expression of a covenant, was God's specific instructions in how to worship him and how to honor him and how to atone for the sins of the community. And this kind of mundane work, the day in, day out of sacrificing the animals, cutting them up a certain way, cooking them a certain way, cleaning the altar a certain way, making sure the lamps were burning all night, arranging the loaves on the table a specific way, having the frankincense that this quote-unquote mundane work was highly valued by the Lord. And I feel like the work that we do in our homes, ladies, and maybe some brothers too. If we do our work heartily unto the Lord, it is highly valued, highly valued by God. Whether or not the world values it doesn't matter. And that was really helpful. That was really helpful because I don't value it. I don't like to clean my house, but when I don't do those things, our home does not run smoothly. And We're affected by that. And so thank you, Jesus, for showing me that housework is valuable. So that's cool, right? But wait, there's more. (laughs) So thinking through how the Levitical priests took care of the temple. So I had this in my mind and I went to church that week and I observed One of the sisters, without prompting, without anyone noticing, she started wiping down the tables at church. I just saw her doing this with joy, with diligence. And I thought, man, this is so beautiful. She's doing the work of Levitical priests to care for the quote-unquote temple, which was the church, you know, just the church building. Um, And I say the word just, and I maybe should not have said the word just. She was caring for the church facilities in a loving and honoring and diligent and joyful way. 
And I thought, wow, Lord, this is beautiful. Thank you for showing me what this kind of work looks like and how much I appreciate it. And I know that you value it. Lord, this is beautiful. A few days later, I'm speaking with this sister and her mom happened to be visiting. And I thought, oh, I have to tell them about what I observed and how much she encouraged me and blessed me by her service. So I said, mom, I have to brag to you about your daughter and what I saw her doing. I was reading in the book of Leviticus how the priests took care of the temple so diligently. And that is exactly what she was doing as she wiped down the tables before church with such joy and diligence. And it reminded me of the Levitical priests in the Bible. And then (laughs) her mom smiles and says to me, oh, that is so beautiful. And you know what else is cool about that is we are actually a part of the Levitical line. What? (laughs) She explained to me how her grandfather or great-grandfather, I really lost track of the relational lineage here, but long story short, they were descendants from the Levitical line and her relatives had been part of some internment camps as Jewish um, people and she told me this story about how they were connected and blood descendants of the Levitical priesthood. You guys, what? <laughs> can you can you wrap your mind around that? Coming back to the Jesus time of it, I was so blown away that the Bible book of Leviticus, the seemingly uninteresting details about how to care for the temple, God allowed me to see that in action and connected that to the Levitical line, the actual bloodline of the Levitical priests. Wow. Wow. I couldn't help but think, Lord, why did you show me this? Why did you show me this really cool thing? What's the connection? I don't even know, except for maybe God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus is in all of it. I was so blown away by the reality of the presence and the eternalness of my God. So beautiful, so incredible. So guys, I hope that you are (laughs) encouraged and maybe excited to continue to dig into the scriptures, even the parts that feel boring because Jesus is there and he wants you to know him in all of it, in all the parts. Be blessed, be enriched by your Jesus time. I love you guys.